I think one of the best and most crippling things can sometimes be our mindset around something. So I always say, ask the question, ask and learn from other people with experience and don't be afraid to ask that question. And I always say, it's like putting a little coin in the savings bank for later. And you never know when you're going to end up using it. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nicholas Grillo of Tranquility Smart Homes and Security. Nicholas, it's great to have you on the show. I appreciate you having me. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Nicholas so you can hear about some of the awesome things that he's doing. And Nicholas is the owner of Tranquility Smart Homes and Security, which has quickly become known as the DMV's audio visual experts. Tranquility is a COVID startup that was founded by Nick during his transition out of the United States Air Force, where he served 10 years in a multitude of jobs and assignments. Nicholas, thank you for your service. And are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I appreciate it very much and very much so. Absolutely. Well, let's do it then. So as a military brat, I always, you know, appreciate having somebody, especially because my, my dad was from the Air Force. So I, I wanted to hear a little bit more about your background, what led you to get started and what I like to call your CEO story. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it very much. And uh, and our startup for the company, like you'd said, it is a COVID startup. So in the beginning, we'll kind of backdate to when uh, my wife and I would joke around, we had to flee New York because of the pandemic. So my wife put in for a job position down here in Maryland. We were both in the Air Force. That's how we actually both met. And uh, long shot, she beat out 14 people, ended up getting this position. We got a phone call, said, hey, go ahead and start moving your stuff down. So uh, we packed up our stuff really quickly and we kind of, like we said, fled from New York. We went to Navy Yard. It was three days prior to our closing, locked ourselves in a hotel room with our dog. And on the 23rd of March, closed our house at 5, 8 p.m., whole country shut down for COVID. So that was our startup into the D.C., Maryland area. So just like anybody, I feel I went through that same epiphany. Most people, families went through and said, hey, what am I really doing with my life right now? Is this the career path I want to continue down? So I put up an ad online. It was actually next door, right in our new neighborhood. I said, hey, I'm Nick, new to the area and uh, happy to do any odd man, handyman, tech-related jobs. And it went from one job, which led to another job, which led to maybe five more. And uh, before I knew it, we were eight to 10 weeks booked out. So we really created, my wife and I niched our business down, really built a brand around it. And in June of that same year of 2020, Tranquility ended up being born. Wow. I appreciate you telling those stories. And, and I always thought, you know, when everything's happening and the world is quote unquote ending, like a lot of people probably felt like during COVID and unsure of like the, the future. I always kind of remember something I read like years and years ago, like during the 2008, 2009 crisis, where a lot of times during those chaotic times, a lot of opportunity comes about. It comes in different ways than sometimes we wouldn't expect, but it sounds like you definitely had that experience. Yeah, absolutely. And if you ask me where I sit now, and when I was in the military, December of 20, if I would be living in this area or running what I find to be a successful company with a great network of people and great connections that we made around here, I would have said, 
you are kidding me. That is not at all in the cards. And, uh, and here we are and I couldn't be happier for it. Yeah, that's what makes it so exciting. And um, I almost feel like a, a lot of times um, when I look back at my life, and I don't know if you feel the same way, like those things happen. And had they happened a little bit sooner, or a little bit later, life would have been completely different. And it sounds like you all, you know, taking that that step, um, getting that opportunity that your wife got and being able to kind of move. I almost wonder what would have happened if it had happened a little bit later, a little bit earlier, you know, before everything with COVID happened. Yeah, absolutely. I think really all in all, I might still be in that same job position where I was maybe felt a little bit stagnated with the, Hey, I enjoy what I do. I believe in it. I love it. And I feel that there's something more to have, but I don't know how to start that next thing. And I think just entrusting in that process that brought us down here, that opportunity that my wife gained where we said, Hey, put your name and see what happens. You know, long shot, it probably won't even work out, but at least we got it started, worked out. And we look at everything that trailed from that. It was a lot of great opportunity and a very tough time, but it ended up really being a great opportunity for us and really me being able to branch into kind of my own area that I wanted to be in. Yeah, I, I love that you said that. And, and so many times we think the 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 worst fear is the fear of failure. But um, honestly, it ends up being like regret because if you never actually try, you know, you put your name out there, do those things, and a lot of times you're wondering like, what if? So I love that you you took that uh, that leap of faith, so to speak. So um, I wanted to drill down a little bit more, um, and I, I know you've been able to kind of have a tremendous you know impact on the community. So I wanted to hear a little bit more on what you're doing, how you're serving the clients you work with, and making that impact. Yeah, absolutely. So the way we've kind of built our company is, you know, we really are your one-stop shop for anything really smart home or smart business related. So our categories that we cover all of that because it's a very wide spectrum is smart home security and accent lighting. It's really our three niche categories. So we really kind of consider ourselves the general contractors of the technology type of world. So uh, we carry really all major brands. So it's Ring, Sonos, Philips Hue, Nest, anything that really works with your phone, something that we end up working on. So really cool accolade that we actually uh, came out of all this where we were the first company in the DC, Maryland and Virginia area to become a Ring certified security installation partner. So we're the very first ones They gave us a phone call out of the blue. I had to really try and pretend that I wasn't just ecstatic about this whole opportunity when they gave me a call and that these things come up all the time. That really wasn't the case. <laughs> and, uh, um, and it continued to just be an awesome networking and great connection that we ended up having. So as a small, small business to get a phone call like that, to bring us on board was a huge, uh, huge turning point for us. Yeah, I, I love that. And do you, do you feel like, um, and so many times we hear, and this might, you know, go a little bit more into your secret sauce, but do you feel like um, your ability to kind of, um, you know, be that person that can help out with all the smart devices, do you think that kind of helped you to, I guess, raise above the fray and make sure that you are seen and known so that people like Ring can kind of reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's some of it. So is how we also do the process. And I think, Going back to kind of our startup as well, um, you know, small businesses have had the biggest hit from the pandemic and the amount of businesses that closed compared to keeping open. So to really be able to kind of say, and, and again, from opportunities that were allotted to us that we were able to really push through that, thrust through that and gain this partnership was huge for us. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it just speaks towards, you know, I think so many times, um, you know, especially if you're starting up, you want to try to 
do and be all things. And I think, of course, there's a process, you know, towards finding that. But I, it sounds like being able to kind of, you know, niche down, for lack of a better term, but be able to kind of hang your your shingle and your hat on being able to kind of help people with these smart devices, anything that can be controlled from your phone. I imagine that helped to, to kind of break through that for tremendously. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it, I think it could be a very overwhelming category. So the concept of the technology and smart home category is, Hey, it's going to make my life easier. If I just put this product in my life's going to be easier. It's going to be automated. I can talk to it. Sometimes that in between process of from the concept to the actual way it works can be really complex. So for us, we found a need and saying, Hey, how can we find that in between where we're great at installations, but we can also find a way to bridge that gap and make it from a stressful process to a really easy, seamless process. So, um, everybody can kind of win. Everybody gets that comfort in their home or their business that new and great technology that was overwhelming from the beginning can actually be exactly what it was intended to be, which is an easy life improving type of technology. Yeah, that's, that's so huge. And you can definitely hear it in everything that you're doing. And of course, you know, you start to see that manifest itself. And as you said, kind of in the beginning of making sure that it's easy for the people that are there, they're reaching their mission, they're reaching their goal at the end of the day. So I love um, the, the the approach and the effect and the execution that you all are able to do. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um, I'd say, so if we're talking as Nick as a CEO, so probably would have to say a life hack more than anything. And I would say asking the question. So I think when you're unsure of something, I think our most basic instinct naturally is to pull back. So it's mostly out of fear. It might be sounding unsure and experience or really just being judged and the field that you're trying to branch into. It's very hard to go out against some really big companies that have been doing this for decades or any career for that matter. Um, so I know if I'm stuck, I'm standing still. And if I'm standing still, I'm not moving forward. So I always go with this philosophy. If you're not adapting, you're dying. So it's something that we do every day, whether we realize it or not. So I think one of the best and most crippling things can sometimes be our mindset around something. So I always say, ask the question, ask and learn from other people with experience and don't be afraid to ask that question. And I always say, it's like putting a little coin in the savings bank for later, and you never know when you're going to end up using it. So my hack is really just ask the question. It's a hundred percent of the time. You don't know the answer if you don't ask it. Yeah. And, and that's so powerful. And I think you, you hear some of the most successful, you know, people that build, you know, businesses or even at life at that um, have that insatiable kind of curiosity. They're always, you know, trying to learn more and trying to ask those questions so that, you know, maybe it's a certain issue that or challenge that they're going through at that time, but maybe it's something in the future. But if you have that curiosity for one, I think you start to, you know, get that knowledge. But two, I feel like um, when you are able to ask those questions, you start to build those relationships and connections that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise where somebody feels valued and you also get to impart some of their, their knowledge and their wisdom and their expertise as well too. Yeah, exactly. Because to really come into any scenario and think that, Hey, I know all of it. Um, I don't think maybe in short term gains, you might get something, but I think of the longevity of what, if it's a brand you're building or if it's a reputation you're building around a concept, um, you, you, we have people all around us that are these experts and it can be a CPA, it can be a lawyer. It can be, 
somebody running a podcast. It can really be anything in that, hey, I acknowledge I don't know all the answers, but I have a good idea of somebody who might, and let's have that conversation. So I really think asking that question is such a pivotal thing. But we also are in an area now where sometimes it is quick to judge. Sometimes it is, hey, I'm nervous to ask because I don't know what somebody's going to think of it. But you're always going to miss that shot if you don't take it. Yeah, absolutely. Miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And yeah, absolutely. It, it's really, it's a lot more of what your own ideology that you're putting around that fear. And it's, it's not that asking a question might not be a little uncomfortable, but you know, in the long run, it's going to end up benefiting you and everybody around you. It's a great connection. You never know you're going to make until it happens. Yeah, absolutely. And just like you said, that analogy of being able to put that coin, um, you know, in, in, the, in the piggy bank, so to speak, uh, for for now, but also for the future where you start to, to pay those dividends and see those things kind of come to fruition. So absolutely appreciate that. And I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It's something I say you might tell your favorite client, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would probably have to say you are never going to be ready. There's never going to be a good time. There's always going to be an obstacle that tells you, hey, I want to do this now, but I'm going to do it after this. I'm going to do it later because now is not the right time. The reality is, is it's never going to get any easier than it is right now. Everybody's life, your personal life is always going to continue to gain and grow and expand. And if it's not this thing, it might be the next thing that gets in your way. Um, so understand you're going to make mistakes and you're going to mess something up. That's the reality of being a CEO or being an entrepreneur and taking that risk. And the difference really is it's the takeaway you have from that mistake. It's what did we learn from that mistake and how are we going to apply it to not have it happen in the future? And how are we going to adapt from that? How are we going to grow from it? So if I ever had to tell myself anything, it's that mistakes are going to happen and it's okay. Absolutely. I love that. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Nick, what does being a CEO mean to you? I would have to say being a CEO, it's, it's freedom to be innovative. And when I reflect back on my time in the military, and it was a wonderful journey. I was able to do some really incredible things. I always felt my creativity and individuality was constantly just suppressed to kind of fit the overall mold, the overall objective. So to be a CEO and entrepreneur allows me to learn and adapt and truly live to what I think Nick's full potential is. So taking the risk, trying my ideas, knowing that they might not work the way I thought it would, but realizing that in that moment of it not working, the world did not stop spinning and that I could feel bad in that moment, but see that things were going to continue on after that. It may not have felt great, but it always seemed to somehow that next day, the sun still rose that next day. So I look back on all those hardships during startup, anything, COVID, any hardship that we all go through, realize that every single one of those hardships or bumps in the road and the bigger picture brought me to where we are today. And that's an entrepreneur. Nice. I, I, I love that. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. 
Absolutely. I very much so appreciate your time inviting me out to the show. This is an extremely great resource and great podcast and great conversation to be had. Sometimes just the growth and success aspect and say, hey, where am I at and who helped me get to that point thus far? And giving back, you will always get more. Um, the best way for us as a company to get a hold of us is our websites, www.tranquillitysHS.com or our email, which is info at tranquillitysHS.com. And to ask us any questions, set up a free consultation. We love to network. We love to talk to people and really hear what it is you're looking to have done. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate that, Nick. We will have the links and information um, in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Thank you so much for doing that. Of course, you know, taking the time to talk with us today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. You too, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.